0: Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy.
1: You're not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy.
0: And we're going to get right into the birthday saga today, man, right back into it. If you're new, we, one time, a moment in Kramer history, back in 2011, I got the most uncomfortable birthday gift I've ever received on the air. And I didn't realize, actually, this was a three-day saga, Uh, but I'm going to condense it into one part here in just a couple seconds for you and see, like, should I have felt bad? I still, to this day, kind of feel... Kind of feel weird and uncomfortable about it. Anyway, welcome to Certified Mom's Boy Podcast, everybody. My name is Steve Kramer, and this is a podcast I started with my mom because my mom literally is the best. She's got the best words of wisdom. Like She changed my life. I think she can do the same for you, too. And if you've got a really uncomfortable Ask My Mom segment coming up, too, I mean, I, I, I can't wait for the day till topics like these aren't uncomfortable, but right now just, I've, I've been sitting on it for two days now and still not quite sure what to say. Before we get back into Birthday Saga, let me just um, – point out the elephant in the room do you hear this noise like through today's show you may hear this clicking noise and i'll explain why after we get through all the uh the birthday drama okay so uh yeah we'll hot right back into it before we talk to my mom today so i w- told you yesterday um that i the most uncomfortable birthday because today right now as i'm recording is actually my birthday and i'm not making a big deal out of it, but I did want to look back at some of these moments. And my co-host, Holly and Miguel, back when I used to work in Panama City, Florida, put together the most uncomfortable birthday present for me ever because I just didn't know how to handle it. And I'm not going to let Miguel kind of set this back up.
2: Oh! <laughs> I can't take it no more! <laughs> Can I tell you, I had two events this weekend, yeah. and just about every person that walked up to me said, Listen. Can you just tell me what this birthday gift
3: is? Yeah.
0: It's ridiculous. But I think mm. I think I do think it's real. I do think it's real. Bad.
3: Well, it's about time.
2: What finally convinced you that we weren't trying to punk you?
0: I just know you guys are bad, bad, bad liars. So I knew if I could just kind of keep talking about it a little bit, mm-hmm. eventually one of you would crack. But nobody cracked. No, it's because. Like, why would we do that? It makes
3: me angry that you don't have any faith in the fact right. that we wanted to do a nice thing. Let
0: me catch you up really quick. We played a, a game on Friday called Birthday Deal or No Deal. And we're going to give you these other gifts right now. Call us up. 230-WILN. zero nine
3: four five six. We are going to
0: give away the other envelopes. Yes. Uh, of prizes. Holly. Yeah? Walk me through it.
3: Um, One of the prizes that Kramer, um, you know didn't get to was a $50 gift card to Zachary's restaurant right. in downtown. Um, and then, I'm, I'm
0: going to give it away right now.
3: Okay, well, why don't we do that? Who is this, Manny? This
0: is Ralph. Oh, I love Ralph. Oh, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? How are you, Ralph? <laughs> Ralph, you're going to benefit yeah. from my birthday, okay? Right? $50 gift card to Zachary's American Bistro in downtown Panama City, all right?
2: And I've eaten oh. there before. It's good. delicious.
0: Really good. Okay, give that to him. Alright Holly What's next
3: Uh, What's next is A $50 gift card To American Eagle In Pier Park Uh, We know that Kramer Loves American Eagle Why do you say it like that You're being so hateful hateful. (laughs) Like I know you don't Love American Eagle It's okay When when I was 15 I loved it Whatever I have a lot of Great items From American Eagle And don't you say anything (laughs) I think
0: legally When you can get drafted To go to war You
3: So it's Are you saying American Eagle Is for children
0: I'm just saying
2: I think for men, once your insurance goes down when you're 25, yeah, that's when it's probably. That's when you know. But they do have some great shorts and flip flops there. They
3: do. I, I don't like. Have you all been in American Eagle recently? Zach,
0: yes sir. How old are you? I am 21. Perfect. Your perfect age. You're just the last year you can wear it though, man. Yeah, Fifty dollars.
3: Fifty dollars.
4: I'm gonna yeah. give
0: to you to American Eagle over in Pier Park. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Hang I on bet for Zach that. Zach'll look good in those shorts. Now leave that boy alone. I bet he looks of course, good. He's Miguel socks. Or in envelope number three. Yeah. Which we're not, I'm not even going to try to give no. those away Because you're What's nasty. What are talking about? That's the best damn
2: gift you could ever get. No. My socks, my feet have been pedicured for the past two months. You might get a nice case of athlete's foot. I was going to say, those of-
3: probably have athlete's foot all over them.
2: The gift
0: that was given to me by Holly and Miguel. and I guess the rest of the onelastic staff. Yeah. But Holly and I
2: paid for it ourselves.
3: Mm. We bankrolled it. Can I see your receipts on
2: this? <laughs> yeah, girl. Let me just go home real okay. quick. Yeah,
3: I got it at home. <laughs> it means
2: it goes far beyond the other gifts.
3: Yes. Were
2: and might pissed? I say this is better than any gift you've given us?
0: Oh, by far. My gift was a trip to Disney World.
2: Whoa! <laughs> you win! You win! You got What?
0: Okay, so that should have been the end of the saga, right? But then it it wasn't. It uh, it was not at all. The second the mics turned off, we kind of got into a little thing, a little scuffle over it. And then that whole situation carried on until the next day. Listen to this.
3: Well, I'm really irritated this morning because we actually sat, you know, every Monday we have a weekly show meeting where we kind of bring a bunch of our ideas uh, to each other, kind of toss them around. It's like a brainstorming session. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we all take turns and when Kramer was talking, one of the first things he said was how uncomfortable he was that we had gotten him, Miguel and I, and our Island 106 management, had gotten Kramer a trip to Disney World for his birthday.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay? Yeah. And I said, whoa, why are you uncomfortable? hmm Kramer said, he felt like he did not deserve the trip because he had not earned it. And why should he have it over any one of us? I feel
0: horrible. I feel horrible about this trip. And this is something I've kind of kept inside and really, you know, when I saw this prize on Friday, this is why I even said we gotta wait till Monday on this because mm-hmm. it's eating me up on the inside. I'm really having a hard time saying that I'm gonna take this Disney trip.
3: Okay. Please do me the favor of pleading your case. Why do you feel so bad going to the happiest place on earth? Here's Mm -hmm. the
0: thing is that when you guys created this concept, you went to the management and said, we want to have one big present, right? Mm -hmm. And so, of course, things all worked out, and there was Mm -hmm. a trip to Disney World put together. Well, the way this game worked was that whatever envelope I didn't pick, whichever prize I didn't pick, we were going to give away to the listeners, right? Uh Yeah. Uh So... The odds were against me. Mm-hmm. I had a, a a 1 in 4 chance, a 25% chance of actually picking that envelope and then staying with it. Right. right? Well, I did. Yeah. And now I've got this trip to Disney World that I feel like I shouldn't take because I don't deserve it. I make the most money on the show. Mm-hmm. I would say that I work, if anything, less hard than the two of you mm-hmm. and even Mandy. So I'm having a hard time saying I deserve to go on this trip. Why okay. in the world should I take this trip? It, almost, it sounds selfish to me. It sounds very selfish that I should be able to take this trip even though – I really wasn't supposed to get the trip in the first place. You were. You, that was the whole point of the game. We, The reason why we created
2: this game is because we have this sort of unsaid rule between Kramer and I where we try to one-up each other for each, you know, for each other's right. birthday. Yeah. And so we thought, Holly and I, how could we go over the top this year and do something really cool? Because what normally ends up happening is we pull some sort of stunt on the radio, which sounds entertaining and it's fun. But at the end of the day, neither of us really benefit no. and get like a real really fun birthday present. So we saw how awesome would it be for us to show how much we appreciate your hard work that you do. Now, yes, we all do work hard for the show. And I think if management came to us and they said, okay, we have one trip to give away and you all have to fight it out to see who's going to win it. And if you said, I'll take it. Yeah. And like, didn't ask us, didn't consult us, then that would be different. But what? Go ahead. But we thought about this. We crafted it. For
0: you, yeah. But the odds were against me even having this trip. It doesn't matter. In my heart, I feel like this trip should probably go to a listener. No. Let me tell you one thing that's making this even harder.
3: Oh Lord.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you. One of the most sentimental moments of my life with Miguel Fuller is when. Oh dear. Oh God. Miguel sat down with me one day. We were just having dinner, I think, or lunch, or something. It was dinner. We're talking about dreams and ambitions, and Mm -hmm. Miguel was just complaining about how he didn't make a lot of money, Mm -hmm. and he goes, God. The only thing I want, this was so, because he was, this was real. This was not a joke. This, I mean, you saw through his BS, uh, this and this was real. real. Miguel goes, God, the only thing I wish I could do is have enough money to go to Orlando and go to Universal Studios to the Harry Potter world.
2: I just want to go to Hogwarts. That's
0: Definitely. what he said. I mean, like, and he said that with, like, pure sadness in his heart. hmm Like, of, like, I, of yearning this trip to Hogwarts. Hypothetical Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Ho- Hogwarts. Whatever. <laughs> and so you're telling me mm-hmm. that I should take this trip? I don't deserve this trip. Do you think I'm selfish if I take this Disney World trip? Doreen, selfish or not? No. Why? Well, because it was a birthday gift. But it wasn't really for me. It, it, was. it, was, for you. it was for you. I were supposed to get the socks. No, like, uh, no. no. Okay, All of it one was it for no. you. Alright, let me go to Crystal. Crystal. Nice. Selfish? Uh no, but if you really feel bad, we have the
3: same birthday, so you could give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> See why why
0: shouldn't Crystal have
3: it? Because we didn't play a game with Crystal. No offense, Crystal. You can play a game next year. Yeah. Here's the thing <laughs> Like it was your tie like everything happens for a reason. So, like, you went to college with a degree in in communications, and then you got to Panama City, and you did this, 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 and everything. The stars aligned for this Disney trip. one
0: more call, and this will say it. Teresa. Yes. Am I selfish?
3: No. Why? Here's my question. Here's my question. Okay. Do any of this work for a birthday gift? I've never worked for a birthday gift in my entire life. It's just always been given to me. Take it. Mm -hmm. Yes, quit being a... Whatever it is. I'm not sure. Well, it's
2: true. I mean, you have to learn in life that when good things happen to you, you have to be willing to accept it and feel that you're worthy enough and just
0: take it. I still feel bad. I mean, I did make the most money out of the group. And and by the way, it wasn't much. I think I was making like 27,000. Holly's making like 26,000. Miguel's making like 22,000 or something. Um, But we, I just, as a, a leader of the group, I didn't feel right taking it. Did I take it? I did. I think I did. I think I did. I think I ended up going on that trip. But Anyway, there's, uh, there's your moment in Kramer history. Now we'll say hello to my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Days like this, I wish I knew more about computers than I do. I used to be really good at computers, and then I just stopped being good. I used to be like a little dork that sat at home and just loved to build computers. I actually, I think I built my sister's computer back in the day, didn't I?
1: You did. You that. absolutely did. And you put in our first router in our <laughs> house,
0: too. I don't know if uh, I, I think anyone under the age of 30 is not going to appreciate how hard it used to be to get internet in your house. Like first time that they came out with like high speed internet, it wasn't as easy as just like, you know, plug your router in and you'll get the internet or having a team come over and you know, Cox or whoever come over and set up your equipment for you. No, no, no. It was very challenging. And I had to remember back in the day, I had to like rig this system. Okay. To where, cause my dad's company would pay for him to have high speed internet. Now, I lived in the basement in Georgia. And so, what we had to do was, my dad went out and he bought like a, a splitter. Okay. So, we had a router. We bought a splitter because the routers didn't used to have splitters on them. This is probably way too technical. <laughs> Basically, we had to like split that. I like put a hole through the drywall. <laughs> To go into the guest bedroom or the, what do you call that? A bonus room in Georgia? Uh, What is this uh called?
1: Yeah. The bonus room. Playroom. Uh Uh-huh.
0: And then I would, I used a like telephone service to like run the internet down into the basement. (laughs) But it almost had the same problem as it did back when we had dial up, which was anytime that somebody tried to use the phone, it would totally mess up. (laughs) And I was so proud of myself then. that's why I'm sitting here so mad at myself right now because I should be able to diagnose this a lot better than I actually am right now. Like I've, I'm hmm. going to play this noise and I'm, I'm, you're going to hear it through today's show. I had to make an option of either keep going and ignoring the sound or just uh, not do a show today. So forgive this as I try to figure it out. But if anybody listening can name this noise, it should be a contest right <laughs> now, you know? this noise. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be our very first contest. <laughs> a little game show music before and okay (laughs) who listening can name this noise (laughs) now i just bought this laptop it was less than two months ago i mean because i was you know it was when i committed to do the show every single day my old laptop died i was like man i'm gonna have to get a new laptop i didn't want to invest in one but i did a lot of research and i found this one it is a uh lenovo lenovo it's a it's okay. a lenovo laptop which i never heard of but i got good reviews so i was like okay cool but now two months in and like just listen listen to this hang on like what is that
1: i don't know unless what it's your that? unless it's your ghost that's trying uh, to take over I, your computer i don't know
0: So, if anyone can can name that noise, (laughs) I have a feeling this computer is going to have to go back. Mm. Uh, Just another project, another project. But uh, Mm -hmm. but here we are. So today is technically my birthday. I know yesterday Mm -hmm. we did a a birthday show, and you know we just finished up this morning or this uh, earlier this morning earlier in this podcast Mm -hmm. with the part two of the birthday surprise. Uh, but I'll tell you, it's, you know, it's only, it's a little before four o'clock here and it's been a really nice birthday. I don't think I realized how Ooh. much I was going to enjoy having a quarantine birthday. I mean, Ooh. I thought I knew I was going to, but <laughs> I think it like kind of took all the pressure off of it being like a big day. I kind of wrote it off. It's like, well, this obviously isn't going to be a thing, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I think I've gotten more birthday shout outs this year or, or hellos or texts or calls or, than I ever have. Um, I just got one. I haven't played this yet, but I just got one from Gina's dad. Would you like to hear it oh, with me for the first time? Oh, Papa George. Papa George. Uh, this is my old co host dad, and uh, he sent me a video message. I thought maybe we could just play, oh, just play I this really, really love that. Love Papa Let's George. Listen to, okay. Listen to this.
4: Happy birthday, Kramer. Happy 55th birthday, 55th birthday. See, I'm 80, but two as quick because you're always worrying, and time goes quick when you're worrying. So you have a wonderful day, and quit worrying. And the virus is a fake. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: what would be,
0: and the virus is fake goodbye? <laughs> Uh, i would expect uh, nothing less from papa george
1: and was he saying happy 55th birthday yes yes
3: yes.
0: (laughs) he is literally one of my favorite people on the planet i should actually invite him to come on the podcast
1: oh you should he's delightful
0: i never even thought about that as an option you know there's uh it'd be really nice to uh to hear from him Uh, I wanted to give a quick shout out to everybody that has taken part in our certified fans program. If you didn't listen yesterday, I launched a a certified fans program, which is a way for you to financially support the show. But the whole entire first month, we are going to donate the proceeds to black lives matter. I I don't want to sit here and name It's, it's still a small tribe small tribe of people uh and i I don't have time to name everybody but sarah and annie and leanne and aaron thank you guys uh just a couple of the certified fans now that we have for for the show and a lot of people i'm getting so many messages and i shouldn't have announced this yesterday i knew this was too much of a tease but the everyone's like well can i just see the merch like can you just send me a picture of the merch (laughs) like what exactly does it look like Can you tell me exactly what it looks like because i really want to know like what it's about and what it looks like but um I just think it's really cool that you guys are supporting our our podcast. And if you want to be a part of the Certified Fans program, you can go to uh, you can go to and sign up. I got down the show notes. You know, we'd love your support. If you this show means something to you, feel like it's got an important message, we would love to hear from you. Um,
1: and don't forget, Jim Yancey. Yeah, and no, my Man dad was my, one <laughs> of your first subscribers.
0: <laughs> he was. I. So behind the scene, I have been working feverishly trying to get all this done, right? It's been a big project trying to get these three different components I told you about yesterday. Like, for example, last night I was up, I was like, okay, I've got to get everything done. That fan site actually is really, it's, it was a real challenge. As someone that doesn't really know marketing that well, and mm-hmm. like what you need to know, what you don't need to know, and how to get this mm-hmm. data and I'm really kind of modeling it off of you know, Jeff Dollar, who we talk about a lot, who has a podcast in Atlanta called The Upside. And he is like, he's about a, maybe like nine months ahead of me on all this stuff. So he's like really good. He's had the time to like figure out what to do, what not to do. I don't know what I'm doing. So he sent me like late last night, I'm sitting here trying to finish the website and I'm writing the blog and I... Um, I look over and it's like, it's like 1130 and the podcast now gets released at midnight on Pacific time. And I, I'm like, Oh my God, like I haven't finished setting up this, the fan site yet. You know, like I don't want someone to like mm-hmm. launch the new episode and then try to go get it set up and it not work. So I, I, <laughs> sit here, and I was like, "Well, he, Jeff sent me the instructions, so I should be able to easily knock this out. Won't be a big deal, even though it's getting, you know, it's starting. It's starting to get late. My brain's been fried because I've been working since like nine a.m. Oh. on it, and I, <laughs> I sit there and I open up the email, and it could not be any more confusing." on how to set this whole thing up. Like it could not have been more confused. You'd hope at 1130, that would be something that would just be like a click, click, click start. It Uh was like I had to go in between three different websites and somehow have the data from one website down. I still don't quite know how it's working right now, but it's, it's kind of is Um, like one website. Like when you sign up on the fan website, well then you have to go, they have to go to a different website and they have to sign up more information over there. It's a tad confusing. So at about 1230, I just had to like throw in the towel, and I sent Jeff an email saying, "Like, hey, uh, actually, I'll read you the exact email." I said, um, "I'm having a major, er, minor, er, medium meltdown <laughs> right now over all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance you could hop on the phone with me in the morning or do a Zoom so we can take a look at it?" Uh, and so did he? He did. He spent like an hour and a half on the phone with me this morning trying to get it all set up oh. and done. So I just realized in this process that I, I'm not an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial kind of person. It's just not my speed of things. Like I can come into this podcast all day, but there's so much stuff. And, and shout out to anybody that owns a business or runs a business, mm-hmm. because I don't know how you keep up with it. And I'm <laughs> literally just putting a podcast together and getting people to sign up right now for a, a merchandise site. I mean, a, a, a mm-hmm. fan site. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you, how you ran a transitional housing program for women for 24 years. It didn't require a lot of technology. Lord, over (laughs) here. So everyone that has signed up for the, the certified fans club, I hope that you got your discount code for the merchandise, which will be coming out soon. And if you didn't, you can just email me. I'm, I'm trying my very best over here. And obviously you can hear my computer. It's (laughs) literally on overload. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Maybe your computer's tired.
0: Yeah, Maybe you also just, just need take a break. give
1: it a rest.
0: I thought about actually taking today off for a second. There was a part of me that was like, it's my mm. birthday. I'm going to take the day off, but no, Mm-mm. this is the kind of dedicated person I am. Well, it's because <laughs> well, a lot, a couple different reasons this week I actually get, ended up being really busy um, between all of our guests and getting this site set up and missing Michaela's coming on this week. And actually mm. the, the uh, Ask My Mom message I got on Tuesday this week, and I have been so fascinated to talk about this one with you because I it's really where the problem begins. Like, how much are we going to turn a blind eye when it comes to racism? And mm-hmm. we've got one listener that is tad concerned about someone racist in her life, but she... I mean, even I... I had to think about this. I had to think truly about where to go with with this topic. So uh, let's take a break, and we'll come back with Ask My Mom next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. You still hear the noise?
1: Yeah, but I'm not so much aware of it now that you're talking.
0: Okay, good. Because so, I hear it all the time. I'm just yeah, like...
1: But it's not okay. overpowering your voice. Okay. Okay.
0: it's fine it's fine like like my birthday (laughs) card says it's fine exactly keep your little sloth handy i will tell you now that i'm bummed we'll get to ask my mom in a couple seconds um i the new merchandise is coming soon and it's it's cute it's already produced it's ready to go i uh we'll launch it when the time feels right and i am bummed I had a listener, uh, one of my good friends, Christine, over in Phoenix messaged me this morning. She was like, are you going to have merch that says, I'm fine, everything's fine? I'm like, no, damn it. Why did I think about that? <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. This oh, is fine. Everything's good. Uh, I don't know why I missed yeah. out the opportunity, but I feel like because the certified fans are going to be able to pick the new merchandise that comes out. Yeah. So I'm hoping that uh, that maybe we can vote on, I'm fine, everything's fine, this is fine. Uh, but I think, that's, I think
1: that's been done.
0: I know, well, but you know. I would. I, I think of any phrase we say the most on this show, it's got to be that.
1: <laughs> it's the phrase you say the most. That's for yeah. sure. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's
0: fine. you hear my computer. Fine. It's fine. My computer's going to blow fine. up. It's fine. it's fine. I just bought it, but it's fine. My <laughs> um my <laughs> car has a big dent in it now. It's a lease, but it's fine. It's fine. Like it's
1: just everything. <laughs> but in the big scheme of
0: things, guess what? Well, yeah, this I week am. is. It's put it in perspective for me. Mm-hmm. Put it in perspective for me. There you, know? you go. Okay. So sorry. Side tangent there. Let's get into yeah. Ask My Mom. It's a segment we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And feel free to send your messages over to me. I'm Kramer at gmail.com. You can DM me at that. Guy Kramer. You can also, uh, what else? There's a million ways to get in touch with me. Um, Facebook, Steve Kramer. Uh, you can call 888-Kramer8. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. Now you can submit a message at certifiedmamasboy.com. There's, listen, there's no excuse of why you can't get in touch with this show. But you can ask questions you may not feel comfortable talking with somebody else. And, I, wow, since since Tuesday, I've been sitting on this one like,
1: Yeah, this one's heavy.
0: I really would like your opinion on this one. So get ready to call us when you hear that this situation, okay? Mm-hmm. It says, hey, please don't say my name, but I have a question for your Ask My Mom segment on your podcast. I listen every day driving to work, and the topic today left me with a pit in my stomach. So she was talking about Tuesday's topic, and um, I don't know if she went in, but I can. if you haven't listened to episode 51, it's called My Parents Are Racist, and that's pretty much it. She's got racist parents. She didn't quite know how to bring it up. And we were trying to figure out the best way to do that. Well, she said, "I heard all of the advice that you and your mom had about how to talk to a parent or a family member about being racist." And uh, but I knew the second that I heard your conversation start that I was going to have to address this. I'm a Mexican American woman, and I have, and I was the only one in my family to ever go to college. I have worked my ass off for 11 years since then. I entered the company. I entered the company part time for three years because I really wanted to work for them. I said yes to the, uh, to every opportunity. And in January, I finally got to where I wanted to be in the company, a manager doing exactly what I'd planned this whole time. I'm making good money. Now the most I ever have in my life, money, my parents could only dream of making. Um, if you asked me a month ago, I would say I finally made it. But the past five months, I've had to ignore the fact that the owner of the company is racist. Whoa. Mm -hmm. he's never said the n-word to me but i have heard him say it he's made a few jokes that i would never repeat it's made me uncomfortable but i've kept my head down because i love my job i love my coworkers. i can provide for my kids and my husband they got laid off in april but now i'm stuck with the truth as a minority i know how it feels and i feel so uncomfortable in this situation I don't think I can confront him, but am I supposed to walk away from all of this because of him? Really want to hear what your mom and your listeners think. Thank you so much for the podcast. It really opened my eyes. Well, you're welcome. That's the problem with podcasts. It opens your eyes. You can't shut your eyes again, no matter what. Now, anyone that's gone through this last week or week and a half of experience, um, you'll, you've seen that once you know this stuff, and I've seen a lot of you guys send me messages or call and, just say like, wow, like that really opened my eyes. And that's the thing. You cannot know. You cannot go backwards. Like mm-hmm. once you know something, that's why I always say, until I'm ready to know the truth, I don't want, I, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. And as I was gonna, kinda going to kind of go through a transformation a couple of years ago, I knew that like after I started doing the vegan stuff, like I needed a second. Like, I I don't want to know, especially one, one thing I'm just not ready to focus on yet is fast fashion. Like talk about cheap clothing and like all of that it does like for, uh, you know, between sweatshops and for the mm-hmm. environment, it's just not a good situation, but I love forever 21. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm, I'm remaining ignorant, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, I'm not proud of it, but I'm being honest. Like I'm remaining ignorant until I know I can mentally prepare to make that change in my life and not know that I can't pay $10 for a pair of jeans anymore or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So once you know, you know, and mom, she knows. Mm-hmm. So, what does she do?
1: Oh, boy, this is so challenging, and I think this is, this is key, right? This is what we all have to learn to do because we've hit, our, we've hit our heads and we put our heads in the sand for too long and tried to ignore it and try to pass it by and just hope it would go away. Well, it's not going away, particularly for the people that are being hurt by this. So, you know, what I would say is, if it were me, I think that I would first of all canvas my coworkers and see if there were any others that were feeling this way, um, that knowing that he's a racist and, and would like to have a conversation with him because that's what's going to change is conversations. It's all sitting down at the table and looking each other in the eye and saying, help me understand. I know I'm repeating myself, but I really think that is key, that is key to us bringing about any change. And, you know, I would just, I mean, if you can't find other co-workers that are willing or in agreement uh, that, he should be confronted on it, then I think I would just have to go in myself and say, you know, the recent, the recent uh, riots and, you know, the protest have really brought it to my attention of how important it is to speak up and speak out, and I am very uncomfortable with your comments, and I would like for you to help me understand why you say these things and why you feel this way.
0: Mm -hmm. It sounds good.
1: I know. (laughs) And and, and it's hard. I mean, it is hard.
0: that's what I make sure. I want to make sure the advice that you give is the same advice that you would do. Like, would you Mm -hmm. really walk into somebody's office and say, especially when you've been working so hard and everything kind of relies on your, like you to keep this job. It sounds like it's pretty much what's going on. Uh, Mm -hmm. Does she say how many kids she had or not? No, just the no. kids. There's mm-hmm. obviously more than one. Right. So would you be able to walk in and really confront somebody knowing all that pressure is on your back that like if this goes wrong, it's obviously – okay, here's the thing. It's not affecting you, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like he's saying racial remarks. She mentioned on here she was a Mexican-American, right? Yeah, Mexican-American right. woman. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not like he's coming up to you and saying like, hey, some derogatory term towards Mexican people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not necessarily like directed at you. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, it, I've been thinking about this now for a couple of days and it's, it's like haunted my thoughts because I think what we're going to have to get to is the point that like we're going to have to decide how much of the solution are we going to be? Mm-hmm. And that's something that you're going to have to figure out. Like, if you're sitting over here posting black squares on your Instagram, but you're Mm -hmm. also not willing to uh, have a conversation, uncomfortable conversation, then maybe you're just going to have to accept that's as much of a part of the solution as you're going to be. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to be able to live with that. You know, I mean, I understand that. We need. We all need to be a hundred percent, right? Like for this to get better, everyone needs to go to that boss and be like, "It's exactly not what you're going to do." But let's be honest, a hundred percent of people aren't going to do that. No. So I think you've got to accept what part of the so what portion of the solution are you going to be, mm-hmm. and right. if and you're going to have to live with the part that you're not, right? Yes. Like you're going to have to live with the part that you're like, well, I mean. I, I you know I'll, I'll post on Instagram and I'll, I'll do hashtag Black Lives Matter, but I don't want to go and confront the other uh, the other guy. I don't want to confront. I don't want to confront him. I don't want to confront him. You I, I, I I'm a, I'm only gonna be that much of the solution. And yes. listen, everything helps. The problem is now you know, and yeah. how much of it are you willing to do? Now I'm not saying that as somebody that's like I'm not trying to talk down to you at all mm. because. I can't say that I I would be able to walk into the I don't know the situation I don't know what my I don't know what your relationship is with him It doesn't you didn't really say much about I mean he obviously you guys joke around if he's telling racist jokes mm-hmm. um, But I think that's something you're just going to have to accept Is if you are going to be a part of the solution then you have got to be a part of the solution mm-hmm. And the answer is you've got to walk in there and you've got to say something I mean like my mom said But I don't think that 80% of people listening to this podcast will be willing to do that. And I don't even know that I would be able to do that. It's just, I mean, depending on the situation, right. I would think that I would want to do that. Yes. And I think that if it ever came up in the, uh, the situation where I had the opportunity to say something, because then again, look like he's made a few jokes in the past, right? We know <laughs> that, or he's made a few jokes <laughs> and I don't know how, when the last one was, but, you're just going to have to to know, like, okay, well, are you going to tolerate racist jokes around you? Yeah, and if you're not, then you're going to have to confront him on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to allow him to say the N word not around you? I mean, are you going to tolerate that anymore? Are you not? I mean, it's just it's just things that you've got to be able to live with. Listen, I want everyone to be a hundred percent, but I don't think, I don't think we're going to be able to jump from zero to a hundred. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's ever, that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a slow progression. Yes. Um, and I think we've all made as a community great strides over the past couple of weeks. Uh, but you just got to figure out where you're at in the whole thing. That's kind of where my brain has been the last two days when I've been thinking about this, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, Ram Dass says that silence is itself an act of acquiescence to a system. Yeah, Um, totally. So you're right. We have to decide how much of a a part of the solution that we are going to risk being.
0: And I listen, I'm a risk. It's a risk. Sure. And I'm not talking down to anybody. I think we're all on our path. Mm -hmm. And we're all in our own way trying to figure this out, Mm -hmm. but I just don't know the, I I think by you recognizing this, that it's a problem is a great first step. And now it's, it's like, we're all like, we're all doing right. We're all taking these baby steps trying Mm -hmm. to figure out like, what is the next thing? So, Mm -hmm.
1: and you may uh, not be able to do it today, tomorrow, next week, next month. But sure. now, but now you have an awareness of it. Right. And awareness is always the first step to healing. Yep. It just is an awareness. So good for her for recognizing it and for being concerned enough to reach out for other people's advice on this. And I certainly do hope that she does have some colleagues that are like minded that will join with her in her efforts to. Change this person's mind. Yeah, right?
0: no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Mm, that's that, that, what we that's, have to
1: do. And we have to try to just make people understand, help people understand, not make. We can't make people do anything, but right. to try to help people to understand what it's yep. like. That's so,
0: it. And I'd love to hear from you, too. 888-Kramer8, 888 kramer the number 8 again. Um call in like would you confront a boss if you knew your whole livelihood went up against it? I don't know, you know, promote equality. I don't know. I don't know. This is a really tricky situation. It
1: is. And her husband's out of work and with so many people unemployed right now it makes yeah. it an even bigger struggle. Yeah, that's a yeah, really yeah. that's a really tough call.
0: It's a really eight 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 Kramer eight. If you've been in a situation like this, or if you, um, uh, yeah, if somebody's had to confront somebody, I know we talked about that last week or on Tuesday, but we didn't get a lot of calls. Um, uh, But if somebody has, has, you know, like just hearing the situation, like, would you be able to say something or not? So, Mm -hmm. all right, mom. Okay. What do you think? Happy birthday! Thank you.
1: That's good. Happy birthday on your real
0: birthday. Well, thank you. (laughs) I appreciate it. I'm glad we can check it off again for this year. And then hopefully Mm -hmm. next year, things will be a little smoother. Absolutely. Let's just pray, right?
1: Don't stop praying and don't stop hoping.
0: That's right. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay?
1: Love you forever.
0: Okay, at the end of every show, we do the good news. Just stuff going on in the world that makes me feel good, makes you feel good. And uh, we I'm going to kind of try to cover the gamut from coronavirus good news to all the, the racially good news and everything else in the world. Well, we're going to start over in Minnesota today. So... There is, um, there is a bakery in Minnesota, a t- small little town in Minnesota called Red Wing. And there's a guy, the owner of the, the, uh, the bakery named Bill. He was watching the news when everything was starting to shut down. He's like, damn, that sucks. There's so many kids that are going to, from my alma mater, that aren't going to be able to celebrate their graduation. So what he decided to do, this place called Hännish, Hännish. H-A-N-I-S-C-H, Hannish. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. It's probably the silent C or something. Um, the bakery called Hanisch Bakery uh, decided to put together a cake for every single person that graduated from Red Wing High School. It's about 220 people. The cakes would also be decorated with the school colors and they were absolutely free. He put the post up and he was just like shocked with how many people were so appreciative. He since and has gotten a lot of love from the community that's paid him back for these. I thought it was a cool story to put together some cakes for some kids you don't even know. I I don't really have any kind of connection to my high school. Like, do you still have a connection with your high school? Do you keep up with what's going on? I don't really think about Norcross High School that much anymore, which I kind of kind of feel bad about, but I'm the same way with college too, same thing. And now let's take a look at everything that's going on racially in our country right now because um, you know my concern was once you post all these black squares on Instagram, like what's going to happen, right? And you see all these companies that are like, yeah, things are going to change and we're committed to this and that. Well, a couple different different uh, companies have stepped up in a big way, uh, putting their money where their mouth is. Bank of America announced yesterday that it's going to commit $1 billion over four years in additional support. To help local communities address the economic and racial inequalities, especially in the wake of all the COVID related economic downturn and healthcare needs. A billion dollars for racial inequality and economic turndown, which is just fantastic, right? But that ain't it. They say that the money's gonna go to economic programs, uh, improving jobs, training, small business support, and housing, and will add a new emphasis on health services and communities of color. Meanwhile, Apple, Facebook, and Verizon promised millions of dollars in civil rights support, too. It's a memo that came out yesterday. Uh, Tim Cook promised action with $10 million. He said Apple is making a donation to a number of groups, including the Equal Justice Initiative, a nonprofit committed to challenging racial injustices and ending mass incarcerations and protecting human rights of the most vulnerable people in American society. So then Zuckerberg steps up, right, over at Facebook. He put a post up that says that he's committed to an additional $10 million to working on racial justice. He said, I know the 10000000 million can't fix it. It needs sustained long-term effort, which is so true. Then Verizon stepped up and said, I got $10 million too. So they're giving $10 million as well for a racial justice organizations, shared equally between the National Urban League, the NAACP, the National Action Network, Leadership Conference for Civil Rights and Human Rights, Rainbow Push Coalition, the National Coalition of Black Civic Participation, and the NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund. So... I mean, money's not going to fix the problem, but I don't think money's going to hurt either, right? And this week, you know, instead of made me laugh at the end of the show, we're doing made me think, right? Just trying to open our minds to everything that's going on in the world right now. Things that we may not even realize have been going on for so long as the ignorant white person. I'm willing to say that. Uh, And Obama, uh, President Obama actually gave a speech today on racism. I want you to listen to this part.
4: In some ways, as tragic as these past few weeks have been, as difficult and scary and uncertain as they've been. uh, They've also been an incredible opportunity for people to be uh, awakened to some of these underlying trends. And they offer an opportunity for us to all work together to tackle them, to take them off, to change uh, America and and make it live up to its highest ideals. And part of what's made me so hopeful is the fact that so many young people have been galvanized and activated and motivated and mobilized Uh, because historically, so much of the progress that we've made in our society uh, has been because of young people. Dr. King was a young man when he got involved. Cesar Chavez was a young man. Malcolm X was a young man. That the leaders of the feminist movement were were young people. Leaders of union movements were were young people. The leaders of the environmental movement in this country and the movement to make sure that uh, the LGBT community uh, finally had a voice and uh, was represented were young people. And so, when I want when when sometimes I feel despair, I just see what's happening with young people all across the country and the talent and the voice and the sophistication that they're displaying and it makes me feel optimistic. Uh, it makes me feel as if, you know, this country is going to get better. Um, now, I, I want to speak directly to the young men and women of color in this country uh, who, as Plan just so eloquently described, have witnessed too much violence and too much debt. And Too often, some of that violence has come uh, from folks who were supposed to be serving and protecting you. Um, I want you to know that you matter. I want you to know that your lives matter, that your dreams matter. And when I go home and I look at the faces of my daughters, Sasha and Malia, and I look at my nephews and nieces, I see limitless potential that deserves to flourish and thrive. And you should be able to learn and make mistakes and live a life of joy, whatever.
0: The whole video is over an hour. And if you want to go check it out, it's over in the show notes. I want to say hi to Laura and Lisa. Is it Lisa? L-Y-S-S-A? Lisa. Lisa. Lisa? Lisa. And Jeff and Tina. Uh, anyone that has uh, decided on day one yesterday to become a certified fan of the show, he's, uh, it, it blows my mind. It makes me so happy that we're going to be able to continue the show thanks to you guys. So I wanted to give you a special th- shout-out. I, I can't mention everybody, but I'm going to pick out a couple of you guys this week that are going over there and joining the Certified Fans Club. It's just 5 bucks. It's 5 bucks a month, and every dollar this month goes to Black Lives Matter. So I want you to go check it out if you want to continue to do good in the world and be a part of this club and keep it going. Hopefully, you'll consider being a certified fan at certifiedmamasboy.com or down in the show notes. All right. Special perks for you guys, too, and merchandise coming soon, and blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. That's it for today. Tomorrow is, let's see, tomorrow's Friday, right? So we have Mystic Michaela on. I'm excited about that. And uh, we have to do some Dane Disaster. So we will see you tomorrow. Have a great night. Goodbye. I love you. Happy
2: birthday from my little family to you. Happy
1: birthday. this a month
0: podcast.
1: Happy
2: birthday. Happy birthday. Yay! We like your um video.
1: On your podcast. That was my seven-year-old, my six-year-old, and my four-year-old wishing you a happy
3: birthday. See? They like your podcast. Keep going. Hey, Kramer. I just heard the podcast today, and I wanted to tell you happy birthday. I don't care if you didn't want recognition. You're still getting it from one of your fans. Love the podcast. Love you forever. Hey, Kramer. It's Pam from Camden, South Carolina.
1: I just wanted to wish you... Today's your birthday. Wish you many more. health and wealth and Friends by the score. Cut the cake and eat some more.
4: Happy birthday to you.
1: Okay, that's it for today.